GG Poker is the biggest online poker site and they have more players than any other on the internet. Why play anywhere else? They have a wide range of games and unique features that you just can't find on any other site. GG Poker run huge tournaments with big prize pools and they hold the record for the biggest ever prize pool on an online poker tournament. There are games for all players at all skill levels, whether you're new to poker or a seasoned pro, including cash games and exciting tournaments like Bounty Hunters and Sunday Majors. GG Poker offer popular games like Texas Hold'em and Omaha to unique games like All In or Fold and Spin and Gold. New players that make their first deposit get £60 in free play, 18+, plus. new UK players only, minimum deposit is £10, full terms and conditions apply, begambleaware.org and please play responsibly. AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients and what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear-headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing a fighting cock for example. One scoop, once a day, before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, Getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This 
podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Carl Donnelly and welcome to the Fighting Cock Podcast. Uh, this week we chat about the glory of Arsenal fans running scared, smashing City, binning Baldini and the special one, Eric Dyer. Uh, Windy's going to adopt some knowledge, Alex loses something and does some crying. And uh, we <laughs> investigate shit, uh, shit stools, uh, rollerblades and inserting ourselves into objects. So there you go. <laughs> it's the fighting. It's the fighting. It's episode 9 or 10, we can't remember, of season 5 of the Fighting Cop podcast. Welcome back, gentlemen. Hello. We have today Alex Richards. Why is that surname? What? Alex from Bristol is fine. Alex from Bristol. We've got, <laughs> is that bad? Is that wrong? No, it doesn't matter. All right, we've got Bardi. Hello. And the returning to the podcast for the third time, yes. match ball, yep. although we haven't got one, uh, is Carl Donnelly. Hello. World famous comedian. World, world famous. <laughs> Technically. Yeah. I mean, some people would know me in other parts of the world. Yeah. yeah. So that, does so that counts. That does count. Have you got fan bases in strange areas of the world? Like some people have weird fan bases in South Korea. I got, I got given a card in, in Edinburgh uh, by a guy who runs gigs in central India. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? Really? Might be going out there soon. <laughs> I reckon my stuff will really fly. <laughs> in, the, you know, in the Rajasthan area. <laughs> uh, if you haven't heard of Carl Donnelly, if you haven't listened to a podcast before with him being on one, um, you are most famous for... <laughs> what are you most famous for? Nothing. You are famous. You're on BBC Three and that. I've been on... I'm most famous for the small number of television appearances. <laughs> <laughs> In a comedy, you know, context. I've done some comedy bits and Bob's on telly. I, I like the story about you coming to your own face. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the best. What? You know the story. Yeah, we Come. told this the first time you were on. What did I have to talk about? Yeah, Where you, you said were you... pleasuring and then suddenly... You turned up on the telly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> wow, yeah. No, I thought this was like, coming on yeah, your own like, face. Yeah, yeah. Not like a polar rock. Although everyone should try it once, just so, you know... And, you have know, you never, I've, it's, I've, it's happened to me by accident. Or coming on your own face? <laughs> well, just a bit. <laughs> just a bit of it. How much? Huh? I'd reckon probably uh, 10% of the total. <laughs> total a little thimble. Total dose. <laughs> a thimble of cum. Yeah. Have you never... No. I've been taken aback I've, from um, time to time. What does that mean? Well, just where the the, the trajectory is yeah. what you well, anticipate. You, you've got a powerful. Blast. Well, now and again, it catches you off guard. That's mm. the thing. So when it has, it's happened to me. I think it's probably happened twice. <laughs> and when it's when it's landed, it's a mixture of disgust and pride. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Are you ever? <laughs> no, I just used Jedi tricks and just dodged it. <laughs> nice. like bullet time. Just bullet wear, a, time. wear a welder's mask when, <laughs> yeah. when you masturbate. So you, you anyway. decided. It's good to be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a change from last week oh, when no. we had Troy Townsend. Yeah. Yeah. It was honestly an hour and 45 as a mammoth podcast of, of, of Tottenham Gold. Yeah. I listened to it. It was, it was uh, yeah. you really got to the nitty gritty of <laughs> it does. football chat. Yeah. Uh, people Today, are, this uh, is not going to happen. No, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, we start, started on Jizz and Apologise in advance, uh, but not sorry either at the same time. Um, you've been up at the Edinburgh Fringe yeah. about a month ago, finished? 
Yeah, finished about three weeks ago. How did it go? This is your new show called Drive Ass Honky. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, bit, a little bit racial. Well, it's um, you're allowed to say it because you're white. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to reclaim it. That's not true at all. No, I, um, it's just a phrase. I, for some reason, I've always used the phrase honky mm. in conversation, just way more than most people. Yeah. So I just thought I'd chuck it in an Edinburgh show title. Yeah. It was about. Do you know what it means? That, that phrase honky. It means a white guy who thinks he's cooler than he is. So I thought it's. Kind oh. of sums me up. That's definitely me. That's a lot. Yeah, of us, yeah. It's all four of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a four giant. Ass <laughs> Just having a chat. What's the show about? It was about. Um, it was actually. Oh, about, you it done? About, you're not. You're not doing it anymore. Is well, it no, I'm going to do it in other festivals and might do a little run in London and that. But it's uh, it's actually weird. It's about male depression and it's about. Um, yeah, therapy and stuff like that. Things I've experienced. Mm. So I know you often plug. Um, what's the um, Calm. Calm. Yeah, yeah. We talked. Um, it was yeah. So that's what it was about actually. So it, it was a sort of. It was even as a comedy show. It had a serious undertone, but it was done in a very silly way. It's often quite a funny way to do things. Well, I think because especially with blokes, often you know we're so hesitant to talk about things like that. If you actually do it in a fun way, you realise you can actually get through a bit. Yeah, you know, yeah so it's the easiest to talk to men about it. You know, if you ironically, you go like, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is such a problem. This is why male suicide is such a, a massive issue for men. Ironically, we forgot to conclude all the details in this week's running order for Calm, yeah. um, which is uh, just that, yeah. not, not my fault. You don't know by heart yet? No, I've read it out about a million really. times, yeah. to be fair. Um, yeah, so did it go well? For yeah, good, people yeah. like it? All good, yeah, had a very fun month. Yep. Very, you know, sold out most of it. Yeah. Then, yeah, it was good. I was really happy with it. Do you get paid by how many you, you sell? Or? Well, you, you, at the end of the month, like, it's like a theatre, any sort of theatre, you get a split of the thing. But actually, you, the overheads are very expensive in Edinburgh, if you, mm. you know... You, Things like your posters and your accommodation for the month and all that. So you normally don't actually make money. You'll break even if you're lucky. Yeah, right. So it's more about but you're now right. self-expression. Guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it still is it still the same the same experience as it's been? Because you've been there. How oh, I've been there forever. So yeah. This is my seventh solo show in a row. Has it changed much over that time? Is it different? It's just got bigger. You, There's yeah. now so many people up there doing shows. Just, everyone's doing a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't walk into anyone about them. Giving you a flyer. Yeah, I've got a show. Yeah. Do you feel pressure now? You have got people like the Guardian turning up to watch you than than you used nah. to feel. <laughs> no, I don't because I don't read any of that. I don't, okay. I don't read yeah. any comedy press about me or other people or anything. Too busy reading bloody not six oh six Liverpool for them. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favourite place to hang out, especially after they lose. Yeah, 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 it's good, yeah. They're, they're strange folk. Is, that, is, that, is it just me? I've got a few friends who just love reading Liverpool forums. Uh, there's the rock. Is it rock? Rock meltdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. That. To be honest, if you go to any forum, the fighting cock included. Yeah, there is some uh, idiots. Yeah, there's people that make you make your own club look silly. Yeah, of course. But um, I think but Liverpool are especially attuned to special breed. Aren't well, they? As are the scum. Yeah. I'm quite into the Stoke Forum at the moment. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oat <laughs> cakes, which is yeah. really weird. I don't know why. Have you got not busy? Like, have you got nothing to do <laughs> with it? <laughs> I, I wrote an article about Stoke and how they sold their soul, and one of their forums picked it up. So I like to check what they're doing, what they're saying. <laughs> what's, the vibe? What's, the, what's the vibe? A lot of them actually said, yeah, he's quite right. Other people call me a cunt. Yeah, cool. <laughs> which is fair. Yeah. Mixed, yeah. Um, we got a question in from Single Malt Suds. Well, this wasn't his actual question. I wrote a question and realised it was the same and just used mine and put his name on it. But, um, <laughs> is it easy to follow Spurs when you're kind of all wrapped up in your work? Well, luckily, things like Edinburgh always happen. In, like, sort of, normally, the season kicks off just mid to late Edinburgh Festival so mm. that's when and you've already you're bedded into your show so actually it's a good time for it to start it means you can start watching the footy as a way of 
relaxing. Yeah. But yeah, it does. I mean, I, I, you know, some seasons I, I'll get to quite a few games. Some seasons I just can't at all. Like, there's been seasons I haven't got to a single match. There's been, you know, some I always check my like my diary when they release the fixtures to see if I'm going to be in any of the places that, yeah. that coincide of an away match. Yeah. But like this season, I'm not. It just doesn't work out for any of them. Yeah. So yeah, this, I don't think I'll get to any away matches. No games year. in India this year. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, it will be soon. And I was, to, I was meant to be going to the the carrier bag match and um and I had to pull out like I had to cancel the day before. Mm. Livid. That was going to be my first game of the season. That's good. It's good night. Yeah. Um. But I mean, we've. I, I know how difficult it is to pin you down to get you on air. So. You just come back from Jamaica. Yeah. So by going to Edinburgh and having a... And that was a holiday, wasn't it? I was doing my show, trying to ask Hong didn't cross your mind at all. I don't know how that would have flown over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And... Um, the last two times you were on, <laughs> the titles of the podcast was Sorry Mum yeah. and Let's Do This For Mum. Why, was, why were they called that? So, sorry Mum was... I know why. Gone. Sorry Mum was because it was either Shag Your Mum... What's Shag Your Dad? No, it wasn't. It was, it was Shag Your Mum to Save Your Dad or something like that. No. Yeah, something like that, but something no, about the whole yeah. world knowing, oh, yes. thinking that you did, oh, even though you didn't, yeah, yeah. Uh, or you just did. And we were saying, no one found out. Sorry, Mum. And oh, the, 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 let, let's do it for Mum. Listen to that because the explanation yeah. of that. I don't even want to spoil it. Go back and listen to it about you, you teaming up with your dad just yeah. to do the right thing like, by your mum. Oh, <laughs> you ended up doing terrible things. How is Mrs. Donnelly anyway? Oh, she's lovely. She's, um, I, I know more about your mum than I do my own mum. Well, again, after my show this year was about my mum as well. Mm. Like, I talked about my um, my mum's like quite a depressive, but not in a bad. Like, not she's not. Horrible with it, or anything. She's just a bit. She's got a lot of anxiety. Yeah, and it always. I'm the one who has to always sort of mop it up. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, but I mean, she's lovely, but she's not all there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to. I can't follow that up. Yeah. Joke. Okay. Uh, and I, I, we put out a tweet. You might have seen it today, saying we tried to get Franco Baresi. Franco Baresi. Wow. Could you imagine that? That would have been a coup. Uh, Franco Baldini. Um, but obviously you were second choice, but that's not that's true. Fine. That's not true at all. Um, how is everyone reacting to Baldini leaving before we go on to the football? Because obviously we've, we, do, we do just smashed he, Man, Man City's 4-1 and we're taking this Do you think he bit. left or he just fucking dropped Mike so we, and walked out? What, because of Cause Lamella's, Lamella. Lamella's, Lamella's finally arrived and he's like, I told you, you've been fucking beating me with this 30 million stick all year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get out before, we, before <laughs> he gets rubbish again. <laughs> I'll tell you what, let's... Garden leave? So maybe it's been uh, just waiting for a particular date before probably. it can be... The rumour is that he was assigned to sell the players that he bought or the ones that we wanted to sell, basically. Yeah, yeah. It didn't seem to make a great deal of sense, no. but... Daniel Levy's got many strengths, and that's probably one of them. I don't know why he'd need yeah. that. Yeah, I know. Well, I suppose it takes time and energy. Well, Wasn't there a strange thing where um, Soldado actually favoured the tweet that Tottenham put out saying um, saying um, Franco Baldini had left? Oh, really? Well, according to TalkSport, anyway. What, so he's blaming Sol- he's blaming Baldini for everything that went wrong at the time. Full denial. Well, Villarreal are top of the La Liga, so he's got making just maybe he's trying to make a point. Why? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Is he scoring? Uh, don't think he's scored. He scored a few. His first couple. Yeah. Did you see that? Um, is it Connor Plank? Connor Planka. Connor Planka. Connor Planka. Did you see that in an interview today that came out that he uh, they asked him because obviously we were linked to him quite yeah. a lot, and uh, and they said why didn't you go to England? He goes well. If I was, what was it? 
If I was like two and a half metres tall and couldn't <laughs> kick it straight, I'd have gone to the <laughs> 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 Rude, nice. Rude, yeah. very rude. Yeah, but Sabi have been doing shit anyway. Fucking yeah. <laughs> I think he might be a little bit bitter. I think Liverpool yeah, looked at him, Spurs looked at him, yeah, didn't fancy it. Everything. But then he's in Seville. It's a nice city. <laughs> uh, I've been, it was, got bashed up by police, so it was all right. A bit like White Hart Lane. Oranges growing on the trees next to the roads, that's all I remember. Uh, that and bleeding. Um, <laughs> okay, let's move on to Man City uh, because I don't want to talk about Arsenal first. Okay. What do you want to? Well, I, I thought you were just going to brush over it completely. But no, I, okay. no, I think there's a few things we need to. All right, yes. fuck it. Let's do Arsenal. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, let's start, start with Pochettino's uh, team selection because I, I, I was in the pub. It came through, and I had never felt deflation like it in all my life. I was, I was livid. It was visible and audible. You could hear it. The whole pub yeah, where yeah. I was, it just dropped. The tone, the vibe, everybody. And the first thing we could hear was whispering around, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Fazio, what? Mm. Well, that's it. If you're going up against a team, you know, with like Sanchez or, you know, any, any fast players, don't put Fazio in. Well, yeah, He's yeah, the yeah. slowest man I've ever seen. I kind of understand him needing to rest for Man City, although that's not what I would do at all. But I understand him as a manager. And this was the greatest discovery. Not great in any way positive, but in, in its magnitude. I realise that Pochettino isn't one of us. He's not, and, and I mean, I'm a bit naive to expect him to be. But he, his, his decision to play Fazio against even Arsenal's B team, which is going to be fast yeah, and tricky, yeah, yeah. And, and like you say, any kind of pace. Fazio is the last person you want in there. I mean, you'd want him in against the traditional Stoke side because he, it's kind of his game. But against, against Arsenal, he, he single, he was single-handedly responsible for our defeat. I know Vaughan um, was poor with a save that. Flamini scored, but Fazio gave the ball away in order for that to move to happen, and then obviously lumps it up in the air for a little shit cunt to volley in. <laughs> but it's not the fact that he's even slow; it's just that he's completely out of match fitness. And I can understand if we were playing against—I was going to say Carlisle, but it's at Liverpool to penalties. But I was, if it was against a lower league team, but to play someone you've actually physically tried to eject from the club all summer and then put him in in the starting lineup—it was just—it was—it was beyond bizarre, to be honest. Two things summed it up for me, really. Uh, it was um, the, the team lineup as a whole was bad. But it said the week before, uh, the week before with Troy on, and it said about, um, and he said about you know about playing Fazio, but he's not going to play Fazio and, and Vimmer together. Yeah, and I think that kind of kind of summed it up. Everything that we talked about in terms of it not uh, just just things you don't do, and it and it all happened. And I think you're right, Flav. You said on on the night in, in our group about. I've just hugely let down. I, I really thought that Poch got this type of thing. Yeah. He, that he at least he, yeah, he yeah. got it, right? And from that evidence, it just wasn't at all. And I am one of the biggest happy clappers going. I quite openly admit, I was livid. Yeah. I had to sit, I was out for a works deal. I couldn't even watch it. I had to watch it on my phone. Well, I couldn't watch it. Yeah, whilst yeah, talking watch work. Yeah. And had to explain why I was so pissed off yeah, to yeah. everyone uh, about it all. It was just, yeah, it was it, it, I really, really disappointed. But it was also it was also an opportunity to opportunity missed because um, Arsenal were in they were like I know it's an AVB word but they were on a negative kind of vibe you know they'd lost two games they'd lost to Chelsea they were starting to question once again Wenger and we missed a chance to actually knock them out of a cup they were there for the taking make it another defeat and then they would have gone to Leicester in a completely different frame of mind and maybe they wouldn't have won five two or whatever it was in the end you know well, I don't, yeah I mean or maybe they would have done I don't give a shit I know I get, I get what you're saying but I, it would have it would have put the, it would have taken the pressure 
off Pochettino and put it squarely on Wenger. And we could have gone into... I know in the end it doesn't matter because we beat him, but we could have gone into the Man City game in, in lighter spirits without the pressure being honest that we yeah, had to do you think something. we would have played how we did against Man City if we'd have... Well, the kind of rebound. Well, yeah, that's yeah. the question now. No, you don't know, do you? But. Would, you I, would you have taken... The two results as it's, as they stood, given how great we were against Man City, and I can't. I'm I never want to lose to Arsenal. No, no. I never yeah, want to lose to Arsenal. But I'd, be, with my logical head on, I definitely would. I, I prefer a league win against Man City than a, it's, than a. It's more important with the yeah. way football is, although it's more important to me as a fan of yeah. Tottenham to just want to see, just want to smash them to bits. It's not even that. I think time. there were a couple of people that said to me on. Uh, that was saying, is it is it that bad? Is it that bad a selection? I said, well, the, the point is that is not our strongest eleven against our most against, right against right. Arsenal, and I I, I don't right. I really struggle with 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 it not being a strongest eleven against Arsenal. But right. it's oh, easier to take. Like, if imagine we played our, our first eleven and we'd lost, hmm. how, how much worse would that be? Yeah, at least, we, that, at least yeah. we've got the excuse of yeah. They were, we had a pony ponytail yeah. Yeah. In, a, in a moody cup. There is. This doesn't matter, guys. <laughs> All right, let, let, yeah, let's move on. Let's <laughs> have some positivity. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Cole. Um, <laughs> it, uh, before we do do that, and, and uh, what, what do you think about the the, the paper, uh, the Arsenal fans inside the ground? Yeah. Like, they ripped a couple of fucking cardboard sides. It's like they're going on like they stormed the uh, Park Lane or something. They made it, had us all running away. They got locked in a, in a fucking stadium. And we're bored. Yeah, by yeah. a couple... It wasn't they behaved like, like chimps. It wasn't like it was, I don't know, Britney Spears security guards manning those doors. If they really wanted to rebel, they could have fucking broken out. Well, you're in aware the, of how big Britney Spears is. What's yeah, going, what you been is. Of course he is. Nah, I've been trying to get nearer. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? It's not like it's, it's like fucking Fort Knox, you can't get out of White Hart Lane. So they ripped some signs off. The signs should have been on better. We've done, we've done worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember as a kid watching a grown men smash the bits of a toilet that had done really nothing wrong in itself and, and literally pouring sinks, pulling sinks off walls. And, and it's just, it's just what happens at football matches sometimes. But Don't like it. Well, I like the deal. way there's like five of them doing it and then on Twitter they're all taking credit for it. They're yeah. like, oh, we we'll smash your stadium up. Fuck yeah. off, mate. You're fucking at home. Didn't they get, you there to get held halfway down the high road as well at one point. Uh, well, the, 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 one of the glorious bits and I don't know, it's kind of immature to want this to be true but I, cu- I saw a couple of accounts on Twitter, Arsenal fans saying they're never going back to Tottenham ever again, this is the worst it's ever been, yeah. they didn't feel safe oh, they felt a little bit no vulnerable and I'm like, good, yeah. long may that continue yeah. none, of, <laughs> none of you are welcome and we're going to make it as clear as possible um, you know, it, it, I, I love that kind of stuff, that's what the rivalry is supposed to be about and, and that's what uh, the, the, that's why this game's so important because you hate each other mm. um, yeah. <laughs> and it's pure hatred mm. and we've got reason to hate them they've got no reason to hate us the only reason they, the, 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 they're they relevant is because they, they usurped they came into our area raped our women to their <laughs> 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 well said right, mate. Yeah. I think we going to kill someone just beat them beat them to death <laughs> um <laughs> But fuck all this, because one of the greatest performances I've witnessed with my own eyes against probably one of the best Premier League teams (laughs) in history. (laughs) (laughs) Nay, not Premier League teams, in football history. (laughs) Certainly the most expensive, all right? And you'd say that they they were an amazing football team before the West Ham result. Or before the Juventus. Juventus. All right, what are you... You're half Italian. Yeah. So stop taking all the good shit about Italy <laughs> and claim, claim your Englishness. Just ignoring the You're honkies shit. like the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but no, no, seriously, what? I mean, they're a good team, and we just handled them, dismantled yeah. them. It was weird because I um, I was watching it, but uh, at home, but and I was also following. I had the BBC Sport page up yeah. as well, and um, what's his name? Jason Roberts. Like, I was just reading the stuff he was saying. He was the first half. He was talking about like we were just on the back foot. We were getting mullered. We were just and we were lucky to go in. What? Like, uh, like you know, one all. And it was. I was like, I was. I'm watching a different match. We absolutely <laughs> matched them in that first half. Mm. They had a couple of the better chances, but mm. you know, until we had more possession. We were all over them. Yeah. yeah. I, and the second half, we just. Put turn that into actual end products, and that's what happened. Yeah, absolutely right. I didn't. I couldn't watch it live because I was moving house, so I recorded it and didn't know, didn't know the score till whatever time it was. And I text you, you like at eight o'clock. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then going off. Yeah, and yeah, out, no, and no. out with a gooners. <laughs> <laughs> moving house, is but not I watched, so good enough excuse. Yeah, but of course, in this day and age, it's almost impossible <laughs> yeah, not yeah. to not to come across something. Yeah. And I'd heard something similar to that, and watched that first half, and thought. Everyone thought we would have been camped on the edge of our box, yeah. but, but we weren't. We looked like we had match. gears. Great, yeah, we looked like we football. had gears to I, go into. I was there and I was frightened. For the first 10, 15 minutes, the way De Bruyne was getting one-on-one with Davies mm. and the way Sterling was twisting in and out and Aguero, I was frightened. And then they scored and I did worry. Even though we looked quite composed, I thought it was going to be one of those performances where we're okay, but we don't do anything. But then, I don't know, something just clicked and our midfield started working and even Ericsson, who just hadn't been tracking back, started tracking back and before you knew it, their wingers weren't getting anything yeah, yeah. and it was us. And I didn't want the first half to end. When Dyer scored, if we if that half had gone another 10 minutes, we would have we would have buried them then and then. I had this, I've had this feeling once before and even when Man City went one up, I, it, it, it never faltered at all. And it was when we played into Milan at, at White Hart Lane, we beat him three yeah. one, and Bell obviously tore up Mykon. Um, I, I was not worried when we went one 0 down. I, I thought we're going to get back into this, and I wasn't surprised when we scored and scored again. Mm. It just—it was a strange <clears throat> calm, and I was in a strange little pub, watching it on my own with another Man City fan, a Man City fan, and um, he was obviously whinging about the offsides, yeah. and I just kept going, "Yeah, that was offside. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one was offside." Yeah. <laughs> And that one, but they're the kind of victories I love. I love winning unjustly. Yeah. There's no, no greater feeling. <laughs> there is much more yeah. fun. Ah, yeah. oh, there is, and they've we, been they've been crying their eyes out as well. We've had enough goals taken away from us. Yeah. We've had ghost goals given against us against Chelsea and offside goals and handballs against Man and penalties. Fuck it, man. Well, look, Man City Balotelli stamped on Scott Barkas should have been yeah. sent off. Stayed on the pitch and scored the winner. And exactly. anyway, the Walker chance, the chance went. Then Man City got control of the ball again. It was almost like a different phase of play. So that offside. At the end, it was fucking irrelevant. But the dire finish that was it reminded me a little bit of Huddleston against Man City. Yeah. Mm. The way he just didn't, he almost didn't break stride, yeah. he just walked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in his interview afterwards, he was great. He was just like, I didn't know, I wasn't thinking about shooting. First, my first thought was to stop them counter attacking. Mm. And then he said, Then when he got there, he realized he had more time and he just fucking hit it. And he is at the moment, he's he's something beautiful. I mean, yeah. so much love for him. Yeah, yeah. It's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, uh, where, where he's come like. And not in a million years where I predicted this. No, yeah. and I, don't, I, I still I still don't know if the whole letting Stambouli and Capu go was some master plan because he was going to do this and, yeah. move, and move him up into it, or mm. it was 
just a pure chance, just give him a go and yeah. it just worked. I don't know how much Pochettino has actually pre-thought about this before the start of the season. I don't want to go too deeply into Dyer because we've got a question in a oh, second. Okay. Oh. But um, he did have a fantastic game. Let's talk about Lamella. Yes. Because I've, I've got an apology. 30 million well spent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how, how football, quickly football can change. Three, week, three weeks ago, I said that he will never, he will never get another footballing contract. <laughs> one at Spurs is the end for him and that's it. We'll never hear from him again. Even uh, Alex sold him out. Alex Alex has been like pro Lamella all the time and he's sold him out. But two for, weeks, uh, two weeks before. But, but for good reason, because yes, we were it. watching him for two years yeah. and we saw what he was. But what is he now? I knew, I knew deep down, I just bowed to peer pressure. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's still faulty. He's still got he's still got a lot of more things wrong with him than right. But on, on Saturday, he had, he, he just had directness, he had yeah. pace, he had intent. And, and he, he works yeah. really hard yeah. as well. That's what I like to say. He's not, a, he's not just a flair player, actually. Yeah. He had purpose. When first he did it against, first time against the best football team since 1970, Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also kind of weird that he's actually arrived in the game where he made his debut. He, his first game was against C, yeah. when we got smashed 6-0 away. So it's kind of nice for him as well that he's actually arrived in, in the Premier League yeah. against a team where he got completely found out. Do, do you think with Lamella, though, I think, and, I, and I said this before, and obviously was getting shot down because of his performance, isn't it? Do we have to just accept that he's, he's going to lose the ball? He's going to give things away? Because of the type of player he is, and what he did against City, the majority of it came off, or he got fouled, you know, when he won the free kick yeah. for Ericsson. Argu- arguably, he probably was going to lose that ball <laughs> afterwards anyway, as we saw. But 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 that's what he does, and then and that's obviously part of what Pochettino wants, it, wants him to do. So do was, we just have to it was accept? More, it was more than that. It was more than him just having a, a game and... and it, because there were uh, there were moments in that first half where he did lose the ball and he mm. was a little bit wasteful, but he, the vast majority of what he did was either sensible or inventive enough to create chances. And if you if you can forgive him for his in, in, mm. his inadequacies, then he's a dangerous player. And you know this key passes stat. You know I hate stats. Windy knows how much I hate stats. <laughs> you know I have a go at him when he uses them, but. Key passes is like it's a crucial thing. It's just like how you score goals, and he's consistently one of the top key key passes in the Premier League, despite him having what we would consider to be bad games. Well, I'm on the way because I said, as I said, I had a little bit at the start of the season with someone ten goals, ten assists. Really? You, sold him was, uh, huh? you sold him out. You sold him out. Well, don't matter. I still have to the bet. He's still going to win his bet. Still yeah. Still, but <laughs> morally, you sold him out. No, it was, it's just peer pressure. You, you lot don't know how much of an influence you are. Right, and that's why, yeah, because you sold him out. That's what happened with passport fraud. Can't. I can't believe you like, brought that up that early. I was building up to that. We'll, we'll get to. We'll We're, get to the passport. Yeah, that isn't an in joke. That's a joke that everyone's going to. That's not a joke. <laughs> Not a <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> but you're all going to understand what, what it means. But maybe with Lamella, you're talking about him losing the ball. Maybe he's doing it further up the field now. At least the midfield, the centre midfield. I thought, I thought Ali was unsung hero. I thought he was yeah. really disciplined. We've seen like how fancy he can be with his skills and the way he runs. But I thought he was kind of he was very. He played a very sensible game, a safe game, which you needed. And then the moment Yaya Toure went off, their their midfield they, it opened up for us, yeah. and then we started mm. smashing them. And those two, Dyer and Ali and Phil, 21 and 19? Yep. That's crazy. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Our youngest, uh, the youngest team in the Premier League. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think so. Average age. Average age, yeah. Smashed, obviously, the best uh, best football team since um, England <laughs> won the World Cup. <laughs> Carl, what, what, did, what did you think from afar? Like, I mean, that, is, was, it, was you as impressed as Barty was being there? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I watched it and I just thought, even like I was saying, even in the first half, thought you know, 
at times they looked like they had the more dangerous chances. Like you said, De Bruyne, he, um, mm. he looked like, you know, he was he was the most dangerous yeah. player they had. And uh, But yeah, like you said, at no point did I think, hang on, this we're, we're absolutely getting more of the ball... Uh, we just haven't got an end product yet, and the moment we got that equaliser, I was like, I think we're going to have this. We talked about um, Spurs' f- results uh, kind of contradicting the way we're playing, the form that we were, we were in. You know, we, we weren't scoring, we were drawing games. We're now six games unbeaten. I think it's the longest unbeaten stretch in the Premier League. Um, we haven't lost since the opening day at Man, Man United. F- three wins, three draws, positive goal difference of four. This, yeah. this is this is positive stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I just I, I genuinely think like for the first time in a long time, I think we've got a centre back pairing that doesn't make me want to kill myself every yeah. ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. But they actually, I trust them. They yeah. look like they know what they know each other. They know what they're doing. They they trust each other. And having it's great bloody dire up in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that, that I watched it again uh, this morning, uh, the whole game again this morning. <laughs> uh, and one thing that really excites me, or, or something that is just really encouraging, is partnerships across the pitch now, or little groups of yeah. like twos and threes of players that are starting to play regularly in the same positions, but seem to be working well. I mean, Ben Davis has taken a, a, a fair amount of stick, I think, coming up to him, but he, he's come in, and it, it, there's just, with him, and then um, uh, Adam and Dyer, that little triangle works, then that little triangle of Adavarel and Vertonghen and Dyer works, yeah. and that's what is making Dyer. Well, we'll get onto Dyer in a minute, but those he's kind of part of every single little bit of triangle that goes around yeah, him what, in the team. And what it's do working you think? Because really well. obviously everyone's quite shocked that, that, that um, Davies keeps playing in front of Rose. I, was. Mm-hmm. I, I still am. I mean, he's, he's starting every important game. Is it about is it about balance? Like Pochettino obviously understands the game better than we do. As long as it's a North London derby, um, <laughs> but Rose is obviously has great attributes in in attacking. I think defensively he's probably at least as good as Davies. I would say better before his run of performances. But Davies has been very tidy, economical with the ball. Yeah. He's getting forward. Yeah. You know he's got that a great assist in. Um, can't remember who he played. Stoke, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, so I mean, and he's been impressive. When I thought he's not good enough. He's sorry, buddy. Well, no, just as, as much as FIFA would like you like you to believe, it's about the individual and just getting the ball to one player. Football is actually a team game, and it is about finding the balance. And if the team works with Davies, I think Rose is the better defender. But sometimes, if the team works better with Davies and the back four function better with him, then then even if he's the weaker player, it's better for the team. Um, I also, yeah, I, I also think he's probably uh, he doesn't have as many clangers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rose, when he has a bad game, it's like. He thinks I'm going to ruin this. Day. <laughs> I'm going to ruin this day for everyone. <laughs> when he has a bad game, he really has a bad game. He's like when, when, his kid, day, he kids, <laughs> get, when the team's getting beaten and it's their football, they pick up the ball, fuck off from the park, and you're like, Dave, come on, please, Dave. What's wrong with the game here, Dave? Come on, don't be a cunt. Don't be a cunt. And, and by and large, he just walks off. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. I think Rose is capable of doing better stuff than Davis yes, yeah. but he's also capable of doing worse so maybe, we, maybe it's just a, a consistency rem- thing remember we were raving about Rose and we were only kind of we kind of picking holes in his team to try and explain Davis's yeah. inclusion yeah. but you just got to guess and tactically trust the manager and he knows what he's doing and again we haven't lost since the opening game of the season Yeah, I think I think it is a strange one with, with Rose and I still usually there's a there's a catalyst as to why Someone has has been bought in instead of someone who was arguably one of our players of the season last yeah, year, yeah. Um, but there wasn't really one other than maybe Rose struggling slightly with a with a 
He was, he was injured. tight hamstring. Wasn't yeah, he was it? injured yeah. towards the start of the season. But but still, I mean, you've got to give credit to Davis. He's he's, he's taken his chance, and I like the way he flies into tackles as right. well when he wants to. It's uh, that's something I hadn't really seen from him. I've is seen he, him do it for yeah. Wales, but not so much for us. Kane scored, got off the mark. Yep. Yeah, like, you know, that just goal, about cool. It was the slowest yeah. goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, he was right in front of me, and it kind of like went into him, yeah, and then it kind yeah. of looped. It took a long time to it learn. Was, and it it's one of it's one of the rare goals where when you watch the replay, you think it's going to go, it's going to miss. Yeah, yeah. 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 every time, every time, time you, you watch it, go in in real time. Yeah. You see the replay, like, that's not good. There's this <laughs> wicked, uh, wicked um, video we tweeted on. Um, I think it was yesterday. And someone had done a slow, slow, slow mo on their phone of Kane's goal. <laughs> Jesus! And it's, it's go- I mean, you can imagine how long it took yeah, in real time. Yeah, yeah. You're watching it going, for fuck's sake, Kane! But, <laughs> yeah. but it does look like it's going to miss, and it really did go in the top corner. Yeah. But to Kane's defence, I mean, you think, you know, he should probably just sod it in the centre of goal. It came back at him so quickly. Yeah. But he didn't. But this is this is a kid that is not getting it from all angles. But there's, there's pressure on him, not from us. I don't well, think. But he, from did you see his interview afterwards? No. Uh, talk, I think he was talking. Oh, he was talking to Ben Pierce. Yeah, and he, he it was clear that the criticism had got to him. Yeah, uh, he, of he was, course, it's he, going to. He, he was uh, hopefully that shut up some of the critics. And it was his 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 language was quite. He let loose a little bit, but that's good. Yeah. You know, we want well, we want to see that. I'm not we, saying it's bad at all. No. I just it was definitely it was getting <laughs> yeah. to him. Uh, but and he has been unlucky. That scissor kick against yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it just goes to show the, the one. It's the one shot he's had like really bad effort goes in, and all the ones that he hit sweetly have just gone wide or been cleared off the line. It's coming from yeah. is it? I don't know whether it was a bad. Effort. I think, like I said, he's taken it from one angle. Before yes, before Saturday, the, the, he was probably one of the most. If you would say, "Oh, striker that's on a goal drought in inverted commas," everyone would have said Harry Kane. Sanchez hadn't scored. Rooney hadn't scored. Rooney had, Rooney yeah. hadn't scored Aguero since had April. Got, Aguero had had one. You know, so I, I fell for him, and I think he's probably seen that. I thought, well, I mean, I'm the youngest and the newest out of this. Yeah, These yeah. are all kind of world class players. But I, I, that chance, I thought he didn't snatch it. He didn't panic. He knew exactly what he wanted to do, and he did it. And that is what I think is a real mark of, of a, a real fantastic footballer. But the fact that he didn't snatch it, he didn't panic, try and take a touch and yeah. take it round someone. He, he just literally did what came naturally to him, and that's nice that he was still <laughs> you doing. You said it. it was sort of fluky. Well, he's wrong. Come on, so I, I might be on that. Yeah, no done. No way. Me, the ball cannoned back off the post. No, I didn't cannon. He's taken a half looped. step back. I was behind it. And it kind of looped. It didn't oh, go shut ping. up, buddy. It yeah, but he didn't, it, what would you have done? What would you have done? The shot wasn't a blaster. It was a, <laughs> it was a, curl, it was a curling a free kick. It wasn't a blaster. It wasn't a schwazer. It curled, <laughs> hit, and then came down. And he could have touched and then knocked it in. <laughs> but he didn't need to. That's not my point. Yeah, but I, think it was, I, don't think he, I don't think he thought, I'm putting this in the top left. No really, way. Slowly. Maybe not about this. I think he just put it, yeah, he just hit it, hope, this thinking, right, yeah. the goal's there, I can't miss. I don't it, think, yeah. I think he took a slight step back, he's, le- he's leant back slightly. I no, think no. if you're panicking and you and you see a chance coming out, I think you head down and lean over it and try and smash it. I think he knew exactly what he was doing. Like he's talking shite. Like new star soccer. Where you've got that last chance to score a goal, <laughs> yeah. and that you've gone what? maybe you knew it's one of these games, and yeah, you, yeah. you shoot, and the wind takes it. You're, kind of like, <laughs> yeah. you're watching it go in, go in, and it just drifted in. Yeah. I have no idea what nah. you're talking about. What's new stars? That's because you're cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't play computer. I do. Well, I don't. I, I, I deleted it. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 I deleted it. I did. <laughs> deleted all games on my phone. Like a really dodgy just porn now. <laughs> like a really dodgy porn folder. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got that folder that they buried. DP and other folders. Called Various. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Miscellaneous. Yeah. I, <laughs> I found one on 
my external hard drive was moving the house. I just plugged it in just out of uh, curiosity. Nostalgia. Where is all my porn? <laughs> under a various uh, folder. Uh, comedian. Uh, your girlfriend uh, listens to the podcast. I don't know. Shit, yeah. But, um, comedian Chris Martin. But yeah. He, when they, this is free laptop. Chris Martin. Who of... I do a podcast with. Yeah. Uh, he, when he was like 15, obviously had to look at porn on his parents' PC, like the house mm. PC. Yeah, the house and he, PC. Uh, he downloaded those pictures and he's put it in a file called Darts. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he thought that's the one thing his parents wouldn't do. Like, I don't care about Darts. Yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> the family PC was always on wheels. Yeah, <laughs> I had it on wheels. I had a trolley. You yeah, 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 would wheel it around. And it also, <laughs> we yeah. talked about this the first time Carl was the, on. The dial-up. The yeah, dial-up yeah, days. Dial-up, yeah. and, and you'd store your porn on floppy disks. Three hundred and sixty pound phone bill. Yeah, one month. Oh, that, My dad was, came through, that was when I got a Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the story. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. go back to the old podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Loads more talk about wanking. Tons of it. You know, like that kind of thing. Okay, so that's it from the first half. Actually, does anyone else want to say? Actually, what, how was it? How was the atmosphere on? Um, because the place where I watched it didn't have any volume, and I think that's probably why I was so calm. Because yeah, the yeah, commentators yeah. wind me up. The away fans, when you can hear yeah. them singing, that winds me up. Yeah. So I quite like listening to it on mute. And it, just the chinking of classes. it started okay, but then once they scored, it got quiet. But the moment the moment Dyer Di- scored at the perfect time, yeah, yeah. Mm. and then from the moment Dyer scored, everybody went into half time in high spirits. There was even chanting in the toilets, and then it all it all just picked up and it built in a crescendo. And it I I missed the Arsenal game and Chelsea game last year, but I can't, I, this I think has made up for it a little bit because it was it was beautiful towards the end. And just to, uh, let's talk. We'll talk about Dyer. I don't want to talk about his goal yeah. as well. Yeah. Erection section. Alright, that's it from the first half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Uh, We've now got Windy. update looking at our young players and players out on loan starting off the loan players deandre yedlin played the full game and got an assist on his sunderland debut on tuesday night as they lost 4-1 to man city in the league cup yedlin was in an unused sub in their 3-0 premier league defeat at man u on saturday nathan odra played the whole match for rangers in their 3-1 home defeat by st johnston on tuesday he hit the crossbar in the second half dominic ball was an unused sub in that match Ottawa then won the penalty, which led to Rangers' opening goal in their 4-0 win at Granite Morton on Sunday, and Ball was once again an unused sub. Grant Ward played nine minutes at the end of Rotherham's 2-0 win at Birmingham on Saturday, and Kenny McAvoy has joined Stevenage. He made his debut this week as a 71st-minute sub as they lost 1-0 to Cambridge United. He's there for one month to begin with. Connor Ogilvy missed that game once again through injury. Moving on to the youth teams, the under-18s lost 5-3 to the Scum last Wednesday. Marcus Edwards, Keziah Sterling and Edwards again put us 2-0 and then 3-1 up, but the Scum scored four goals without the reply. Kieran McKenna said after the match, Obviously the start was very pleasing from our side with the intensity we played at and the quality of the play, but the problem in the game, and for the last few games really, has been an inability to defend well enough individually and collectively. As I mentioned on the podcast last week, the under-21s beat Leicester 7-4 last Monday. There were goals from Keziah Sterling, Cameron Carter-Vickers, two from McAvoy, two from Harrison and Philippe Lesniak. Young striker Keziah Sterling scored 37 minutes into his competitive under-21 debut and Hugo Echiog said after the match, I thought Keziah did very well up against two tall centre-halves. 
We believe he's good enough, which is why he got an opportunity. Whoever comes in is technically able to deal with this level, and it's just a question of whether they can match that physically and mentally. That's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Second half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Thank you very much, Windy, as usual. Uh, I did a bit of a radio voice then, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to adapt that. Uh, we forgot, to, yeah, as we said in the first half, we forgot to do the uh, the calm bit. So um, follow calm at thecalmzone.net. They do good work. Um, we've got a question in from. <laughs> That's a really long pause. Well, yeah, I was, I was considering. Um, Callum Braddock. Is it Braddock? Bradkey. 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 Uh, he asked about uh, Baldini leaving. We talked a little bit about the. Uh, about it in the first half but I wanted to give him a shout out because he, he, he tweets us a lot and obviously listens to the pod and it's very kind and when everyone, whenever someone makes an effort it's it's nice it's a nice thing yes um, yeah so he asks is, is Franco Baldini leaving uh, a sign that Pochettino wasn't happy with the previous signings I think given the fact that the the shittest ones have gone yeah um but there are some players that Pochettino clearly has faith in, in, in Lamella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ericsson. Even when all of us ripped Le, uh, Lamella off, wrote him off, um, he uh, he kept playing him. And hopefully it's turned out... Yeah, Dyer's a Baldini. Right. No, that, Dyer came after. He, was, he wasn't was he in Mitchell? the Magnificent Seven. He wasn't Mitchell, but he was that in-between. Can we uh, stop calling them the Magnificent Seven? No, it's, well, it's easy just to bracket yeah, them all okay. in that thing. So they, those were the only the players he was responsible for, them seven? I, I think so. Let's say that because it's better. Cause it's not <laughs> yeah. But it was, quite, it was kind of clear from the start that Pochettino wasn't happy with him. But um, I think I think we're going to look back at that. Baldini actually did a good thing because his his terrible transfers actually um, pushed Kane through, pushed Bentaleb through, yeah. meant Dyer got pushed through, um, and who else got... Uh, Mason... Bentaleb, all these kind of guys came through because Baldini's yeah. ineptitude. And there's an element of, of, I don't care what anyone says, there is an element of luck when it comes to signers in terms of people yeah. bedding into the club, bedding into the country, bedding into the, the culture. And I'm not, I'm not using that as, as excuses, but I mean, you look at what's happened to Liverpool since since Suarez has gone, and it's, this is, you know, it, as, as I keep saying, we are in, we are in a very unique situation and, and position in our tra- in the transfer market of who we can go for and who we can actually get. Um, you know, and we were, I remember when after the seven signing, people were tweeting pictures of, oh, this is the best signing we've made, and putting a picture of Baldini. You know, it's <laughs> there's, there's, there's an element of luck to, to these things. So yeah. he probably deserves a fair amount of stick, but he's not he's not the devil. You know, it's, it's sometimes it's made out as if some evil being that was sent here to ruin two seasons of our life. Nor is it an easy job. No, I mean, it's a really hard job to yeah. do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen many fail before him. I think probably only Arneson. And he left before anything bad could happen anyhow, because he was only with us a year, I think. I don't know, because Camoli, you know, you've got Modric, Bales, you know, it's coming through during Camoli's time as well. Yeah. I think but that director... Then, of, everyone remembers him as a joke. Yeah, I mean, that director of football model is... is uh, it, it splits people, doesn't it? You know, personally, I, I don't necessarily think it's needed. I think you have something in that mould. It's not necessarily a director of football, and I think that's probably what Paul Mitchell is now. Yeah. Um, but it's like I say, it's it's, it's it's something that works for some clubs and it doesn't for others. And I think every time we've tried it in a traditional director of football says it's not really worked. There's been pockets of success, but it's not been something that's worked. And I think going back and having a manager that has the foresight of the decision making is probably best. 
what's your opinion of Baldini lasting? You know, do you have any feeling about him at all, Carl? Not really. I think you know. I think it was clear that he made a number of mistakes. <laughs> yes, yeah. and one he, he cleared. You know, he, he cleared it all out. He cleared it up. Cleared out his desk <laughs> yeah. over the summer. He made a mess. He cleared and, it up. And also, he got to get some credits. Some of the money he got, we got back on some of those players. Yeah. You know, I thought he'd have to shoot them and yeah. put them in a ditch. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, so, quite <laughs> what they deserve. <laughs> but he actually, you know, got. The fact that we've—I know that he wasn't one of those signings, but no. the, the the fact that someone's paid money for Kabul yeah, yeah, yeah. is uh, laughable. Yeah, yeah. incredible. That's really. I mean. So you, you, you got to give him some credit for doing well to mop up some of the mistakes. Yeah, he didn't but, just like run off before sorting it out. Yeah, yeah. But it was kind of those mop up jobs after you've had a, a proper long old uh, bash. And obviously, you, you're looking at yourself with such self-loathing. Yeah. You know, you, one minute, a couple of minutes ago, you thought you were great, and then you was looking That's at the floor and face. the spats everywhere. Well, That's exactly what we said on your face. <laughs> and then you've got to clean up because obviously yep. your mum's coming home later, and you. And, then, <laughs> and that's. <laughs> Uh, about, that was about his job. He, he'd, he'd, he'd enjoyed himself spending all his money, and then um, and then he had to clean up all the spaff, all his own spaff. If we go back to what we said at the beginning, he's he's had a, a good run. It's exploded when he signed the seven, but some of it's ended up on his face. Yeah, yeah and he's had it. to get rid of it. The thing is, if you look at his strike rate, Ericsson a success, Chadley a success, yeah. Lamella could be a success. Three out of seven, you know. It's not too bad. There's the lot... fact we're talking about Lamella, like, I love it. <laughs> a lot, there's a lot more clubs out there that made more signings than that and had less success. Look at Liverpool. Yeah. Look yeah. at Liverpool. I mean, we mentioned them, but they've done Markovic. it. T- he spent 30 million on him. He's out on loan this season. Hmm. They, Liverpool spent 30 million pounds on him. Markovic, he's gone out on loan this year. I can't, I can't remember where the fuck he went, but he's on loan. I've never wow. even heard of him. I don't even know who you're talking about. They spent 30 million. He, yeah. did, he, he, when he played for Benfica, he did kind of rip us up. He was pretty did good. Yeah. Double figures for like Divock Origi and people like that. You know, it's... And oh yeah, didn't he last year when he went back to yeah. Yeah. to was it Lille? One yeah. and didn't he get voted like one of the worst players in the, <laughs> yeah. the season in history? Worst <laughs> yeah. players ever. So they bought him off the back of when he had a really good substitute appearance. Yeah. Yeah. And that is on the classic signings. You're like, come on, yeah. <laughs> just because he's quick and young doesn't, and he's had a good thirty minutes. Yeah. Anyway, fuck Liverpool. Yeah. yeah, but it's great. I mean, not. Six oh six, you know. I'm sure they're well happy with Fermanino or what his name. Is. Well, I think he's going to be there, but I think he's going to he's going to come good for him. Is he's it, a good player. Is this ba- is this what they're saying on the forums? I think. Oh no, they, I mean, no, no, actually, he's one of the ones they've not lost faith in yet. But they all hate James Milner. They're like, why? Have we, you know, he's not fit to lace up Stephen Gerrard. Uh, uh, he's a bit. And weird, actually, yeah. like, if you look at the, the weekend, he was their best player. Fuck oh, Stephen. Gerrard. I don't. I don't rate him highly. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't sign for Spurs. Me too. Milner, boring cunt. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't. Them in the team. Just... All right, Monaco and Swansea. Uh, let, let's let's deal with Monaco for let's let's deal with the elephant in the room. I'm not talking about you, Al. I'm talking about what. You're doing. <laughs> um, that's really harsh, isn't it? Because you're you know close to tears when you called me on uh, on Sunday. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a bad it's been a bad few days. I was moving house over the weekend, uh, and to cut a long story short, the passport's gone. Oh God! And and, and you've been you've bought you, you've sorted and bought everything to do with this trip to Monaco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you can't go. And it's it was one of those moments where we've got all of our stuff in storage at the moment. Great yeah. big storage unit because we're mov- we're moving into in-laws for a few weeks whilst we're waiting for a new yeah. house to be built, right? So sort of passport, knew where it was, picked it up. So I'm going to put that in that envelope there. I know exactly where that is. Yeah, that's the box it goes in. That box is gone. 
Oh. That box is gone. I spent five... When was it I rang you? Saturday. Yeah. I spent five hours Saturday going through every box in that store. It is not in there. So you can't get a passport in a day, uh, or even five days. Can you if not? It's you not, not an emergency only if passport. it's a renewal. If it's lost, damaged, stolen, you cannot get it. So I ring up the passport office. They're about as helpful as... Well, as Bardi, right? Because <laughs> nothing, helpful. right? They were just like, nothing you can do. Really? You, do you want me to put your appointment? Can you change the to... names on the flight tickets and hotels and borrow a passport or something that looks like it? I was yeah. go- I genuinely, <laughs> I was just going to say, I was genuinely going to take Dad's. I was going to take Dad's and just go, because we've had, I've known people that, one of T's mates did, he got managed to get over on his brother's passport somewhere. No, he, 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 his little boys. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, so he I ended thought, up in prison. Yeah, <laughs> but that's fine. For, for the first night, that's fine. So, uh, yeah, so, but it's gone, basically. And because we're not meant to be flying until Wednesday, it's like a giant, it's like say, seeing a massive dildo, right, about a mile away. You know it's coming, yeah. and it's going to fuck you, right? <laughs> but, there is, but you stood there, what can you do? You, you can't do, do anything. You until can't avoid the dildo. Until the minute it gets to you and penetrates you, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. So I rang, I rang Flav, I had a little cry, I'm not ashamed to say. I sat on a box in a storage oh. unit and had a, had a little weep. Uh, So I rang Flav and said, uh, (laughs) I wrote a text Flav saying, can you ring me, mate? Urgent. And he he rang me and said, not not a hello, right? Just just said, who the fuck do you think you are telling me to ring you? (laughs) (laughs) How do you think this relationship works? (laughs) Right? That was was the first part of it. And then then your your response was, not today, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, what's up? So, yeah. And then Swansea as well. Got a ticket for Swansea that I won on my bet. And uh, just found out today I can't go. Yeah, I just found out I can't go to that even. Uh, working. Uh, working. Well. <laughs> so, so I went, but I didn't. Wasn't sure if he was ready to come on the pod. I, I needed to. It's like one of those things. I've, I've got to talk about it. Yeah. Otherwise, um, I, I, I just I've never been this upset. On, on a plus note, your beard is coming on well. That's that's good. But the French birds would have really would they, they love ginger and grey beards. Again, so your girlfriend listens to the podcast. Yeah, that's fine. Is there any <laughs> small part of you that suspects your girlfriend? Your wife. Why are you putting that in his head? What no. just putting it out there? We, he Why? It to discuss. Why? He brought it here to discuss. But what if it's true? What have because you just done to their marriage? The envelopes there, yeah. all the papers that were in there, but it's just the passport that's gone. Again, his girlfriend, marriage, listens to the fucking podcast. What's he yeah. doing? If it turns up in like a, <laughs> a strange place, yeah, like you, know, you know what'll happen? She'll go, oh, really? ring me like on Thursday morning yeah. Yeah. and be like, oh, just after no, the flight's gone. She's better off if she does. If you do find it, burn it, uh, burn it, or, burn or just. It. Cut to be it fair, up. I offered her to come along when she Eat when it. she found out it was. I said, "Oh, me and Flava going up tomorrow." I said, "Do you want to come?" Well, yeah. obviously she does. Obviously. But she said no. Oh, I so, tower. Yeah. Oh no, she's your wife. High five him. What's up? So it's been a shit week, uh, and I'm not going on. Okay, so uh, anyone that works for EasyJet as well, by the way. Scum. Why? What are they doing? Just on hold for 50 minutes. There's That's of, enough. A lot of innocent people out there fixing engines on easy jet planes so they don't fall out of the sky. Um, I'd, I'd like to say thank you to them. For <laughs> safe. I don't care. I'm going sparring tomorrow morning and I'm going to take a picture of the easy jet logo and stick it on. I hope I get a little guy tomorrow. Stelios. Quite Stelios. Yeah. Anyway. What's the yeah. worst thing that's happened to you lot? Ever. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Football related? Yeah, well, no, just... Like, that's quite bad. I mean, mm. do you know what? I've, I've, got, a, I've got this quite sinking feeling now that I, I don't actually know where my passport is. Yeah. I don't know where it is. Do you know what? You've been asking me, like, questions about the trip and how do you check in and things like that. Yeah, I'm so a little bit worried about it. you've got to deal with this on your own now. <laughs> yeah. On a plus note, my brother's taking your place. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah. probably be better. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Me. Alex, I'm sorry. Go away. I love you. Get your sticky beard off me. 
<laughs> has come. Uh, anyway. and you, yeah, and you, and what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you? <laughs> I've had so many. Okay. <laughs> so, like, to be honest, like I was saying, when I showed up here, I'm very hungover today. Yeah, yeah. And I think when I'm hungover, that is, that is when I'm at my most unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Today I was... I was like, it was like the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the worst. Just it, sitting. And it's one of those things where you feel sorry for yourself, yeah. even though you've done it to yourself. Yeah. And but I know in hindsight it was worth it. I had the best Sunday. session yesterday, yeah. an yeah. all day Sunday session. It was worth it. But today I was like, I just want, I want a, you know, a meteor to hit <laughs> yeah. to take out everyone. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Buddy, I don't know whether you should be saying about what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Well, I'm not yeah. going to go into like the real worst things, but I've, I've had. I've had <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, no one needs to hear that. But no, I've, I've, I've had situations where you've had to kind of explain yourself in front of figures of authority, which <laughs> haven't been fun. You know, I've had like uh, when I was like. Uh, nursery teachers like getting no, told off when you're a grown up you know when Sucks. you're at school you used to shout out like getting weird words to get, to get in yeah. trouble like, yeah. you slightly, I, I shouted out once I shouted out ejaculation <laughs> in my class for no reason I got pulled up sent into headmasters and I had to explain to my headmaster why I was shouting out ejaculation yeah why was you I was like, oh, fuck those, I was pubescent and like, <laughs> full of like. I mean, there's no real. Come. There's, no, there's no good excuse for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's only, like, unless you're going to Unless it out. was the moment of ejaculation. <laughs> Imagine that shouting it as you ejaculate. I was dating facts. <laughs> well, I tried to talk myself out of it, saying that because a boy had got booted out of our class, I was shouting he'd been ejaculated, like violently kicked out of the class. Cause, <laughs> wow. yeah, that's when yeah. you knew you was going to be a word to How old were you? I was like maybe year eight, year eight, year nine. Man. Oh, that's a t- such a terrible like kids explanation. Me and my mates when we were like eleven, we were on rollerblades. <laughs> we were in suiting, and my mate, was, my mate's a Man U fan. He had a Man U shirt on, and uh, and we were going past this group of like rude boys, mm. and one of them went, "Man, you were shit." Like that. <laughs> and my mate went, "Fuck off!" As we stepped past, <laughs> and they chased us up the road, and they caught us, and they started saying like, "What are you, what are you telling me to fuck off?" And my mates came up, with such a bad excuse. He was like, "You said." He goes, you said, man, you were shit. And I, I thought you were saying, like, man, you are shit. <laughs> <laughs> like skating. <laughs> skating. Like, you're such an idiot. That's one of these panicking kids. You just go, I'm really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you buy a pair of rollerblades recently? I bought some in September when I was like, I was having, I was having a poo. Uh, <laughs> And I, I'd never ever go on Amazon or eBay when you're having a poo because you're definitely going to buy something you don't need. I bought I bought some rollerblades. I used to do it when I was a kid, and I thought, oh, I might maybe it'd be a good exercise. Yeah. I put them on. I, I live in Harlesden, which is not a rollerblade <laughs> sort of you know hub. <laughs> and I rode. I, I, I skated down to the park, and I was so rusty. And I just I've got overconfident. There's a beautiful park in Halston. Uh, well, it's Wilson Green Park, I think it is. And I went down this like sort of it just the, the hill was way steeper than I thought. <laughs> went around this corner, and I just I just couldn't hold the line. I went onto the grass, oh, and then the wheels just couldn't hold it. <laughs> Did you I, let that I, running I roll, thing? I, roll, I rang for a bit, and then I rolled down the hill in front of about fifty school kids, <laughs> just like two old ladies on a bench. Were you on your own? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable! I've not put them on since. Yeah. <laughs> it's a one day, one day affair. Don't buy stuff while you're having a poo. No. I used to work for a Turkish billionaire's son. I was like, it's <laughs> <laughs> a good start to a story. <laughs> I can't wait. What did, what did you do what to this This guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, his dad's in the Forbes list. He's still there, but he had his son who he What's kind his of name. His the boy is called Marmachan. Marmachan Khan, like all all Turks are called Khan, pretty much. It's a very common. It's like Smith. It's like Smith. It's a 
excited when you said that as well. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, this Turkish billionaire he wasn't into anything other than um, Call of Duty, and then I found out he was into rollerblading. Wow! So yeah. he took me to um, he took me to a place in Notting Hill, and he bought like two hundred pound rollerblades, and then he looked at me, expected me to buy some. I ended up buying the cheapest ones yeah. in the shop, pink <laughs> ones. Like, like, you know they've got the like, pink inline. Yeah, yeah. And then he made me and him, we used to go um, rollerblading around Hyde Park together. Instead of teaching in fucking Park. English classes. <laughs> fucking weird job that was. <laughs> 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 he was a fucking lunatic. Weird job. Weird job Just a few, <laughs> refused to do anything. I was meant to be teaching him English. <laughs> I was a billionaire. Why did fucking learn English? I got the job on Gumtree. <laughs> found it on Gumtree. Weird. Just, that was probably the, the cleanest thing you've ever found. Yeah, that that. Was <laughs> well, you're coming to realise that there's lots of skeletons in Barney's <laughs> He denies them all. Okay, uh, that, that was our preview for Monaco and Swansea. It really yeah. isn't, is it? Of course it is. We've run, we've run, run over. <laughs> I had fucking notes planned and everything, man. All right, okay, let's do them. They quickly. Ch- I got it. Just read through, read through your notes. They've sold. They've kind of changed philosophy from being like proper Galacticos. They've sold Condogbia over the years. Hammers, all these kind of guys. Martial, and, uh, Martial as well. And they've got into like a process where they um, they realise they can't compete with PSG anymore. And even they've even started selling players to PSG. They sold Kurosawa, I think his name is. But anyway, they buy young. Invest in the young players, sell them on at a profit. They're not a Galactico. They're not trying to win the Champions League. Um, I, I thought I always assumed that they were kind of trying to build the same sort of or, or, or execute the same model as PSG. They just, started with the same. And model. they got tons of money. Uh, what, they're, they're no, no, they're chairman, Arab money. No, it's Russian. So their chairman started with the same kind of plan to build a Galacticos, but they've kind of like given up on it now. And they're they're like tenth in the league. They're eighth in the league. They're shipping goals all over the place. So this isn't the same team that Moutinho went and signed. It's not even the same team that beat Arsenal. Since then, they've sold um, key players in defence, in midfield and up front. Is Moutinho there? Moutinho's still there. Berbatov's gone. Kondogbia's gone. They sold a player to um, Valencia. And um, they're decent, but they're not not the Monaco that we saw. Maybe this kind of Genoese group of players will take another year to develop. Do you remember the last time Bardi gave us all this knowledge? No, it was against uh, when we were about to play Fiorentina. Oh yeah, I think he called them shit cunt. <laughs> no, I, no, I never said that. What'd you say then? I said we could beat him if we played well, but we played like dicks over two legs. <laughs> what are you gonna do? It's not my fault, man. <laughs> <laughs> say it like it is. Apologize. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, I, 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 yeah, that's. I don't want to say anything about Monaco because I don't want to. You know, yeah. for Alex, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know anything about them. I'm just going to go out there for a, uh, not enjoy myself. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and uh, and then we've got Swansea. Obviously, uh, you've given the form that we're in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, They've struggled as well. They had well, the funny results. Yeah. 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 They mm-hmm. just didn't look the same sort of team that you know looked from last year. Because the start really was you know AU was was uh, looked fantastic, energetic. Yeah. Lively, it's just uh, he's done well. Gomez as well. Yeah, they've got some great players. Like, first nice start of the season, a few games yeah. it looked like how, like they were going to be amazing. I don't think but then yeah. last couple of games, it just been struggling for goals. Like, I mean, John yeah. Joe Shelby had a, has had a good start. I mean, I, I I can't stand him. I don't know. I don't think he's anywhere near as good as, as some of the stuff that gets made out. But you know, he's done well as well. Uh, and Montero, you know, the first game against Chelsea, I mean, just destroyed Ivanovic, yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't he? It was. Uh, 
if there's don't worry but a few funny results I think it's just tailing off slightly good time to play they're just one of those mid-table teams that aren't consistent they'll go through a patch where they're really mm. good and then they'll tail off which is about what you'd expect from uh, the amount of money they spend yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know you can't you can't be expecting to finish in the top six when your swans no. in, in their budget so they're they are where they are yeah it's who, it's who turns up when, when they play us and how, how well we play. I've got a couple of Swansea mates and they've uh, and they're they're really happy with the start of the season. Quite happy with Carl Norton as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is he uh, starting at right back? Yeah, he's played, yeah, he's seven, he's played every game. But he's he's majority okay. games, yeah, yeah. But as he always was, you know, kind of a box standard right back that would do well at a mid-table yeah, Premier League yeah, club. That's found his level kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, no, they're, they're quite doing, happy with doing things. Doing good centre back. He always does. Best player. <laughs> seven <laughs> seven point five out, and who scored? And uh, Cork in midfield, who I hadn't heard of before this podcast. <laughs> uh, I uh, printed off a who scored sheet, and he's got seven point four out of ten for all the games <laughs> that he's playing. Go miss, I know, because he collapsed at White Lane. Yeah. And that's about all I know. Yeah. Hope he doesn't yeah. score on the do the uh, Jaguar. But it's really, which is really scary. Yeah. Is it? It's a bit fearful, you know. You just sit there. And you oh. sit. Can you imagine that shit? Are you? It's like the ring. Are you? <laughs> He's good. He's yeah. a really good player. They did it cleverly, you know, because he was on a free, wasn't it? But mm. they just yeah. gave him a little yeah. cheeky. It's uh, like 120 grand a week, apparently, as well. Yeah. I think he got a sign on fee of like four million or something, three million. So yeah. yeah. Straight in his pocket. But, but uh, because it's the first four or five games, you think, blimey. Well, yeah, well spent. It looks really good. Mm. Good in the air as well, small, but it's mm. really good in the air. Do you uh, wish Gilfie well for the game? Not when he plays against us. No, no. No. Hopefully he doesn't play. Mm. I like Sigerson. I didn't realise he was he's like best mates with Ledley King. Really? Yeah. yeah he was at like his wedding. wedding and all sorts. Yeah. yeah. Seems strange. Yeah. I think that preview's been done. We're really, uh, we're really reaching there, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's best mates with Ledley yeah. King. I hate, I hate previews. <laughs> I don't want to be. In, I don't want them in the podcast anymore. But um, I am the leader of this, and I should be able to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I, I, I thought you were making a conscious effort now to watch more football. Yeah. Give it up already. Football's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want to. I want to talk about wanking, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on to the next question, which is my kind of question, which is where is the worst place you'd stick your manhood, let's say your dick, to see Spurs win the league? The worst place? Well, I had a weird dream the other night. Yeah. Um, I had a dream that I'd, I cut my cock off with a pair of scissors, convinced that it would grow back, only to realise mid-dream... But that's impossible. I think it means you're going to come into money. With my old gypsy blood. Just getting a vibe, that's what it means. I'm looking down at this stump that was bloody. and It's pretty horrible, isn't it? Um, it's horrible. Yeah, and uh, so that, that's what I thought of when I read that question out. But, um, and that's my answer is also. Would so you lose it? Stick, cut it off and stick it in a bin. <laughs> yeah, for, for, I don't know if I'd cut my cock off to see Spurs win the no. league, to be honest. No. Um, would I put it, I'd put it in some terrible places? And is it, do you stick it in once or does it have to stay in there for a while? Yeah, it's got to be somewhere extraction needs to be easy. Otherwise, yeah, you don't want to put it in like a Chinese finger trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you remember those as kids? Yeah. I'm brilliant, they were like, oh my god, I'm trapped. No, I'm not. <laughs> this is shit. <laughs> what, anyone got any answers to this? Uh, that was from uh, Gadridge, Gadarge of uh, Reddit. Oh, yes, there's too many. Alex. I put in, I pretty, put in pretty much anything. That <laughs> Alex is the worst place you'd put your cock in. I'd put, I'd put my dick in Alex to win the league. Would you really? Easy. Yeah. Oh. Where, where <laughs> in him? Where in him? Anywhere that, so anywhere that like 
Went in, in like, broke depth. And, he, and his mouth. And he indentation. Armpits. I'd rather fuck your armpit than your ass, to be honest with you. I'd rather you fuck my armpit. <laughs> Sounds like a good charm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Anyone want to elaborate uh, any no, further? I, I, was, I, I was saying I'd, I'd put it anywhere that wouldn't cause injury to me or the the place. That's considerate. Yeah, place. Yeah, that's nice. So you know, I put it in. So you never want to see Spurs win the league. <laughs> well, so I put it in. You know. Dip it in a, an animal in a river. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dip it in a river. No, a dirty like, like the a bit of fishing. Dirty Thames, but like yeah. you know, I don't think you're going to catch anything. Yeah, well, no. A fish. I mean, yeah. Imagine yeah. <laughs> 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 if we pulled it out and then uh, yeah. fuck off, car. <laughs> America! Yes. Yeah. I saw a vine of a bloke having sex with a fish's head. Oh, uh, yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, really upsetting. Yeah. I don't know. I was a vegan, just as a. Yeah, just, just as a human like watching being, that. Yeah. You are still a vegan. Yeah. Is this you for life now? I think so. Uh, you were talking about some nice shoes you got. Yeah, Will's Vegan Shoes. It's an online website that makes vegan faux leather shoes, <laughs> but also they're actually designer. They're not like. When you say to someone, I've got a new pair of vegan shoes, like, <laughs> good luck, mate. It's not just going to be made of peas. <laughs> but they're actual, like, nice, you know, good quality, fashionable shoes. Mm-hmm. Without, uh, without the cruelty, yes. Yeah, <laughs> which is the most important thing. Um, Tom Mitchell, uh, big fan of the podcast, and we're a big fan of his music. It's very good. Yeah, yeah fan- fantastic, absolutely. It says, do we reckon Paul Mitchell, I think that's his dad, Used his uh, magic box to determine that we would already had the attributes of a top-class DM in our squad, already in the form of Dyer, meaning we didn't have to buy one. Or should Poch give the credit, for, uh, get the credit for moving him there? Um, I think this when we got Mitchell, one of the and I've mentioned it a couple of times on the pod before, but one of the key examples was them selling Chambers to Arsenal, knowing that they'd climb there already. Um, Maybe selling Kapu and Stambouli, they realised that Dyer could easily eclipse both of those. Well, it, it seems it seems to have worked out too well for it not to have had some forethought. You know, I think mm. you know the fact that they didn't buy another defensive midfielder after letting them two go yeah. makes me think this isn't just a happy accident. It's probably a bit of both, isn't it? I mean, of of Pochettino saying, you know, look, this is this is something that we've talked about with Eric, or you know, it's probably been a group decision on there and that might be why now like you say the fact that this has worked out so well you know I had my Kapoor I could understand but I, I, I had my reservations about Stambouli going so quickly when he barely got given a chance yeah. and maybe that's the reason maybe when um, that conversation had, had happened a l- perhaps later on towards the end of last season than, than we thought and, that, and that's exactly why but I think that's probably what it'll be it'll, every, most of the decisions will be between Pochettino Paul Mitchell and I'm sure some of the other coaching staff as well to decide of what they what they do moving forward. I think that's the whole point of it and how the model worked so well at Southampton that it was a you know it was a bit more of a discussion rather than a dictatorship. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can have a player who's only eight games into a Premier League season in a new role be so tactically aware of where he's playing and for that to be a fluke because if you see how he plays, he drops into a free when we've got the ball, mm. allowing the the fullbacks to go up, and when we haven't got the ball. He kind of makes an extra number in in midfield. He's just so aware and he's so composed and he's so good at what he does. That's, that's not you can't yeah, fluke that. You yeah. can fluke it for one or two games, which like Zuma did a couple of times against us mm. uh, when he marked out Kane. 
But even that was like a kind of a man or man to man marketing job. You, you can't. You can, this isn't. This isn't luck. This isn't. Free. We watched Stoke. We watched the Stoke game together, didn't we? And we said about when him dropping into that free yeah. at the back to let to let Walker and, and, yeah. and Davis push on, and it and it really took me by surprise that game because of how much how much he was directing what other players needed to do and where yeah, a position yeah. needed to be. You know, he's not shy at all. He's not shy in in, in organising as well, which is. Which is something I think we've lacked for a long, long yeah, time. Definitely. I mean, it's very easy to make big judgments and like make big proclamations after a couple of games. Mm. But oh, so I'm going to fucking do one anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. But Dyer is doing what Bentaleb should should have done before. He, I know he played bad and then he got injured. But Dyer is doing what Bentaleb needs to do. At the start of the season, we said Bentaleb needs to make a midfield role for himself. He yeah. needs to own that place. He's no good being the young kid who comes in and does the job. He's got to fucking own it. And Dyer, he, he, you can see, up against Yaya Torre, against Ashley Young at mm. United, he owns that midfield. And um, fucking brilliant. It's absolutely superb. He reminds me of um, De Rossi, which he, is, once again, going to be... He's not scared to call someone a cunt as well, which he I moved, like. Yeah. He moved Garby's in midfield. <laughs> Pinochet of the Premiership. Um, I, I think he's a bit like Beckenbauer. I think if, if you're going to compare him to someone, let's do it right. We've got Zidane and Beckenbauer. Yeah. <laughs> Zidane in uh, Deli Ali. Um, it's an interesting, but it's it's it's, a, it's an interesting, a, a nice problem to have when you think of the fact of Mason of how well he was playing to, mm. to come back, um, and Ben Taleb as well, uh, and also Dembele as well. I mean, I. I I have yeah. my own thoughts about Dembele, but he's still, you know, a decent player. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how what Pochettino's ideal first team lineup will be when everyone's fit. It's a nice, nice problem. To yeah, have, absolutely. I've, I've travelled so far from last Wednesday to now. Mm. Uh, there was moments uh, during the Arsenal game where I physically hated Pochettino just in the moment because I was so angry. And people are asking, does it make up for it? Like I said on Twitter, because I, was being, I, I put a tweet out and saying, um, <coughs> I don't understand football anymore when finishing fifth or sixth is prioritised over beating your most hated rival. But that was such an accomplished performance against the greatest team ever to play football. <laughs> and we just did such a good job. And I, I kind of, he just fucking got it right, didn't he? I mean, forget Arsenal for a second. He got that spot on. Yeah. And... You know, Dyer playing in midfield is you, you would you would worry on paper before the season started if you're saying Dyer's gonna be our starting defensive midfielder against um yeah. Man City. You really would. I don't I think it's uh, yeah, but he knows he can trust yeah, him. Exactly. And I think I think look and we've said it already, but I think if that had been a, a Chelsea or a Man City or a United or even a, a Liverpool that we'd have that we'd have gone on and lost to Wednesday he'd done this, I think we probably would all be going, you know what? Pochettino actually knows what he's doing, and we yeah, probably yeah. don't know fuck all. I mean, but, this, uh, is, this is the theme of the season. Yeah, that is. But it was the only reason he's had so much stick now, and why uh, was was because it was Arsenal. Because I tell you what, if I know it didn't happen now, but if we had have took a bit of a beat in at Man City, or even played half well and still got beat, and then go to Monaco and get a moody draw or something like that, he'd have been under real, yeah, real pressure. That 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 Poch out voice. Uh, among social media and, and other places is is probably still is obviously still the minority, but it's fairly it's loud as the minority always are. Yeah. But that would have been I think there would have been a lot of changing over myself included. You know I would have been really I was so disappointed Wednesday that 
you know, I think I turned, I said to my missus, I think she was texting me like saying, oh dear, and stuff halfway through. But yeah, it's. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when a woman trivialises football. <laughs> yeah, game, yeah. Fuck me, <laughs> yeah. oh dear. Fuck off, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hurting here. <laughs> Shit. She didn't really. I, I rang her and told her, really. But uh, but no, it was. <laughs> well, she tried. She tried. Yeah, but it's. it's like I said, the podcast. By the way. I'm sorry. No, I'm not, I'm You're like not, her least favourite. Really? Yeah, yeah. Some too pretty. No, he, he made it. He clawed it back because he would have been in big, big trouble. Big, big trouble. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are we talking about? Okay, let's move on to the next, <laughs> po- uh, next question. Um, this is a big one. Uh, I face this dilemma every day at work. Hopefully, you, you, you guys can help me out. Do I a poo in cubicles closer to my office? but with a higher chance of someone walking into the room disturbing your peace, which is a problem because people walking in while you're having a poo is a, a horror show. And uh, B, poo in a cubicle four minutes away, walking distance, with no chance of someone walking in, however, it isn't ventilated and very smelly. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Do I work once? On our job, I uh, went and sat down and was having a shit. Uh, sat down, do you normal say, on, on your phone. Yeah. Uh, someone walked in. The boss just walked in oh, and just saw, and it's like a cubicle, oh, no. like a very small size. It's just like a single toilet, not even a cubicle, uh, and it was just uh, it was awful. It was one of the worst experiences oh. of my life. I once fell asleep in the work toilets after we had a Christmas party <laughs> when I used to work in an office, like when I was at twenty one, and um, I got smashed. And then like you know, I had two hours sleep and I had to go to work, and uh, and just went into the toilets and thought I need I need to sit down away from everyone. I fell asleep for like two and a half hours. <laughs> but, and, about, and I woke myself up by snoring so loudly. So for about two and a half hours, anyone would have come in them toilets. There was four cubicles. We just heard somebody just snoring. <laughs> it was horrible. Well, as an adult, you should kind of get over it. Like, everyone poos, obviously. But I, I always feel quite uncomfortable if anyone can hear me or knows oh, absolutely. It's, it's horrendous. Yeah. So I've never been, like, I was in a relationship for 14 years and not once did I poo in front of her. Not once. And I, and no, I would not. Yeah, absolutely never not. Poo no, yeah, it's disgusting. In my, I Lock ne- the door. Fucking hell. Sorry, just to I never want to think about a, a, a woman that I might be involved with doing... I'm quite happy to discuss digestive patterns and certain things which upset you, but no, not actually seeing, actually, yeah, no. no, no way. Yeah. Actually, seeing the act is a bit wrong. Yeah. But the, 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 yeah, but the question, um, I think, pooing, having a little bit of peace and quiet when you go for a shit and being able to shit somewhere where you can gather your thoughts and get your stuff. Yeah. Say poo. Don't say shit. Sorry, it makes sound horrible. I don't know. When, but when you go for a poo. You need to be comfortable. You need to. Yeah. Be, it has to be nice and quiet, unless you're desperate, and it's an emergency. But if you're, it's just normal, regular pool. I'd poo. I'd walk the four minutes just so you can absolutely, sit down. Yeah, 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 Once absolutely. you're in there, the smell disappears. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So you get acclimatised. <laughs> <to> <laughs> I'm about to ask a horrific. I don't know if it's true. It's, it's, no, no, go on. Ask. Um, if you're in a toilet cubicle and the door's quite near to you, apparently it's really good if you put your feet up on it. To create that angle, <laughs> apparently the, uh, it creates a like if you sort of basically create an angle like a sort of L, whether oh, yeah, right. um, apparently it makes it a lot easier for the gravity. Yeah. Gra- it's actually it's like it's like why in you know um, place like India and that why they squat yeah, yeah it, it, that's like a much more natural that makes way sense. To I've heard that if you just you, you grab hold of your thighs as tight as possible yeah, uh, but it hasn't really worked out for me. <laughs> We shouldn't push. That's one of the things. But no, no, never push. push. No, yeah. just, but you should just raise your legs. Really? And yeah, let nature take it. Yeah, I might. I might. 
Yeah. You can hurt yourself. <laughs> Put a little stool underneath your feet. Is that why do people have stools in bathrooms? Because sometimes you go around what? someone's house, you've never what? seen stools in bathrooms. Especially like, like for little kids. Like especially for little kids. Children. No, maybe. So they can brush, <laughs> so brush their teeth. I don't have kids. I don't know. No, it's, a, it's a shit stool. But <laughs> <laughs> you can buy them in a I normally, Robert you normally see them <laughs> on the continent. Uh, do you remember when you used to have to like, drive through France and you go to those toilets, there would be no seat. It would yeah, just yeah. be like a weird kind of grooves on the floor. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking weird. I've never read that either. Well, that's what I love about the Middle East is, a, is the... the the bum taps. Yeah, yeah but the... the uh, bum taps. They're great. Why don't they have them in England? Why, yeah, not, because why doesn't a single... People using wet people wipes these days, man. People think it's weird. I've got mates who... Like my mate, when I travelled around India last year with my, like my best mate, and he thought it was weird that I just loved a bum tap. Spraying <laughs> cold water up your bum is one of the nicest things. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real, like... We were, I didn't know what they were. Gem. I remember as a guy, I thought they were like a foot... Oh yeah, everyone's washed their feet in a bidet, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Somebody said a story about how um, they didn't realise, you should probably test the power before you spray your bum. <laughs> like, and, uh, and he basically sprayed it and it was so powerful, it hit his ass and then hit the down, the sort of, you know, the bowl yeah. and then shot shit into, <laughs> into his face. Oh, fuck! Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Why would you ever want? Why would it have a setting to be that hard? I well, I think they, often I've had ones that have been really powerful, but I always do a little <laughs> test. Uh, just test stuff. Buddy's got his shirt over his nose. <laughs> I just can't imagine getting getting yeah. cum in your face is bad enough, but shit. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> um, there's also someone who doesn't understand what it is, and uh, we went out yeah, to Portugal last uh, last year. There's 13 men in a, in a giant villa. And um, someone did a poo in the bee days. That wasn't like it wasn't like a lads being blokes kind of there. Yeah, yeah. There's shit everywhere. <laughs> I don't know if that's what happened. Yeah. And uh, yeah, someone did a poo in the in the bee day. But they didn't look down to see. <laughs> just <laughs> sitting there, like maybe they were being like doing it for the joke. I don't know. Must have. No one, no one owned up to it. When they sort of discussed, they thought oh, this oh. is going to be quality, and everyone's like, "Who the fuck did this?" <laughs> Unless it. It was just there before. My and mate missed the toilet once. He was in. He went to the pub toilet, <laughs> so, and, he, and he was quite drunk. And then he didn't want to sit on the seat, so he just hovered. Oh. Didn't realise he was drunk. He sort of just drifted about <laughs> oh, <shit>. eight <laughs> inches to the right yeah. and just shat on the floor. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Um, no, not makes sense because it's happened to me. But it, make, it makes sense because I've gone into toilets and seen like poos on the. Uh, on the toilet seat. Yeah, thinking, yeah. Why has oh, someone disgusting. done that? Oh, when you go to the toilet, it's like all over the shop. How did, I don't understand yeah. the, the angle. The angle, yeah. Snap. When it shoots, like, it and, looks and, like somebody's shooting it out the bottom of their back. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all over the back of the seat. And it's like, what? what if that has happened yeah. to and you, the kids... go straight to hospital. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, the, and, and, and the kids at school that used to write the name in, on the wall with their uh, own poo. Right? What? And they write their own, like, Daz was here. In poo? In, in, in their own poo. Like, oh, you're really fucked up here, Darry. <laughs> never, I've never experienced that. Should we... Um, wow, we've ended. No, that is the, the end of the podcast. <laughs> I, thought that we I don't think we actually answered the guy's question, but... I thought okay. we said we go four minutes. Just go go four minutes, have some peace and quiet. Yeah, yeah, overall, yeah exactly. Get, yeah, yeah. Buy, treat yourself, buy, <laughs> buy yourself some at Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Bring your stool. <laughs> <laughs> buy yourself a pair of rollerblades. <laughs> right, um, uh, Carl, thank you so much for Cheers. coming down. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. I hope this has helped you get through your hangover. Oh, it has, yeah. I feel yeah. much better now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get shit first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when's, when's your next show? Um, I'm all over the place. I'm gigging all the time. So, might just go on my website. Yeah, go on the website go and they can buy. Uk. It's got my gig list for the next few months. 
Amazing. Cool. And the, the weekly podcast still coming out? Yeah, we've just released our live ones from Edinburgh and then we're back up and running this week doing the normal ones. It is really good. If you haven't listened to it, it's, it is it's brilliant. brilliant. Chris, it's uh, Chris Martin, Carl Donnelly uh, comedy podcast. Uh, or is it you Carl first? Donnelly and Chris Martin. <laughs> <laughs> but it's basically the, yeah, the non-football chat we've had today about it, poo and stuff. Yeah, that for an hour. It's funny how the same things come up. I think Most I'm weeks and it's a lot of poo. It's what everyone that. wants to talk about. It is, yeah, really. the big issues. Yeah. <laughs> you really listen to a lot of these I podcasts, love it, yeah. honestly. I genuinely, I really like it. <laughs> Bardi, thank you so much for coming down. Pleasure. Again, uh, Alex, mate, I'm sorry. Cheers, All right, mate. look, you'll get through this week and you'll be about 500 quid richer. Or, or well, just, no, because I've already spent it. <laughs> no, you're getting it back. Oh, am I? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. Of course you are. Of course you are. Uh, and uh, I've been Flav and thank you for listening uh, if you're still with us uh, you can still get the uh, podcast no that's obvious um, <laughs> fanzine yeah, uh, that uh, what else is there t-shirts. website t-shirts yeah anything else app, app. alright bye Podcast Network. Sports Social 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 Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. Zero point zero percent alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power. Loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.